We started taking care of my father-in-law, Ron, and while trying to find the best care for him, we were struggling with him taking his medications in the independent living home he was in. We hired a company to assist, but sadly they proved unreliable. Ron was constantly pressing his alert button due to dizziness or falling. We were frustrated for how to care for Ron, but mostly not knowing if there were any options out there. After numerous ER visits, we knew we had to find a different solution. We know we are not alone in our struggles as many people care for senior loved ones today. Thankfully, with new technology and the power of AI or artificial intelligence, more options are becoming available. But how do you know what these options are? Are you tired of the high cost of healthcare? Are you overwhelmed trying to navigate a complicated healthcare system? Welcome to Get Savvy, demystifying healthcare weekly podcast where we take complicated healthcare topics and make them simple. Imagine if you could stop feeling paralyzed with fear and frustration and instead be empowered to make smart healthcare decisions for you and your family. Get Savvy with your host, Sandy Kibling, a healthcare professional changing how healthcare knowledge is shared. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show, Managing Prescription Meds, Staying Healthy and Out of the Hospital. I recently had a conversation with a friend about her concerns of needing to care for her mom. She was struggling with allowing her mom to stay independent and in her home for as long as possible while recognizing she'll have to help mom transition to assisted living or memory care when that time comes. Caregiving for a loved one has its challenges indeed, with one of them being medication management and ensuring loved ones are safe and taking their medications on time, the right dosage, and with consistency. But how do you do this? Well, to get into this topic today, I'm excited to have Charles Gelman on the show. Charles is the CEO and co-founder of Hido Health, an outgoing data scientist with a master's in clinical informatics. Charles believes that AI-assisted robotics will alter the future of medicine and healthcare. He is one of the top voices on AI-assisted robotics, digital health, and the impact on care. Charles was recently featured in a full feature documentary, AI Robotics, The Hido Story. He publishes his analysis regularly in the newsletter, The Future of Care. Welcome to the show, Charles. Thank you so much, Sandy, for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, man, I'm excited. I'm so glad that you reached out. Uh, some amazing technology that you guys, great things in general that you guys are doing with Hido Health. So I just want to dig right into the, the topic. And maybe we can start with talking about what are the issues with prescription meds today? Oh, that's a fantastic question. I think that, you know, the issues are so far reaching for so many people, but it really comes down to some, some basic components is that most folks just struggle following the regimens that are prescribed from their providers, the nurses, the physicians, and trying to understand that information that can either help them with the disease stabilization, regression, and progression. So let me back up a little bit. You know, why are medicines so important to people? Because most folks have challenges managing their diet, their exercise, which then leads into a chronic disease like cardiovascular disease or diabetes or hypertension. Um, and those medications help stabilize you. So if those medications aren't taken as intended, that's when things go awry. And that's why so many millions and millions of people struggle with this because it is a challenge that nobody's ever solved until now. Wow, that, that's so true. And I would add to what you said that there are so many, I think, people like myself that are also 
um, you know, getting into that mode of having to care for that senior loved one. And so it's not just yourself or your family member, well, your your immediate family, but now you're taking care of that senior loved one too and, and really helping that manage those medications, which are so important. I think I shared this story with you just to, to support the, the statements that you made. When we started caring for my father-in-law, he, um, we struggled with that medication. We just, we couldn't get him to take it. We were paying somebody to go over there and help him take his medication. And I kid you not, in one year, we had 45 ER visits just because he was falling. He was dizzy. He was scared. He was feeling lightheaded. And, and finally, once we got him on a, in a, in a stable program and he's taking his medications with consistency, we haven't, knock on wood, had an ER visit in the, over a year and a half. So, and I really attribute that to making, to him taking his medications and getting that with regularity and the right dosage and all that, that is so important. And what you're speaking about is actually, you know, some, some families do have loved ones or caregivers that are able to support their family members that have chronic care conditions, but folks that don't, that live independently or are isolated or alone, they're six times more likely to be in the hospital or in the ER because they don't have a helping hand at home. And it's expensive to have a caregiver go in there and check in on these individuals to make sure they're okay. And in addition to that, that's just a moment in time. People really need to be able to have access to assisted technology so they can live independently and free at home where there's a device or there's robotics that can help them help themselves. And that's important to your mental health because if you're able to do things on your own and not be dependent on others, that makes that person feel that much stronger and that much more independent and free to live their life as they choose. You know what I love you say? I love the comment that you said about that was just, um, I think about my own mom getting up there in age. She's 82. And one of her biggest struggle, struggles is I really do want to stay in my home. I know I'm not walking very well, but I, you know, as she always says, I still have all my marbles in my head, right? <laughs> but she wants to remain independent. But you're absolutely right. It's it's hard to be there every day um, to give that reminder. So so tell me what as we kind of move in, what what is the mission of uh Hido Health and how it will help solve this this issue that many face, many face today? Yeah, so Hido stands for health information data outcomes. And our mission is to help assist people live independently at home by automating medication compliance for them. So we've developed a solution where folks essentially have an experience similar to like an ATM machine. You walk up, but instead of punching in a passcode, facial recognition, so it unlocks the device, and then it dispenses your medication according to how they're prescribed. So if you do have some type of cognitive impairment, or you have a memory issue, or let's say maybe you have kids run around the background and you make a mistake, the device will dispense according to how it's supposed to be prescribed. And this has monumental impact to a loved one's health and well-being over a long period of time, because for the first time ever, we know whether or not someone's taking a medication. It's always been a black hole. Providers don't know what's going on at home, and people spend 99.9% of their time at home. You have a very short visit between your provider at the clinic or the hospital. And that's not a good indicator of exactly what's going on with your health while you're at home. 
Now, oh wow, that sounds amazing. So, so that is so true. Now I know that that you that because you guys are are you know launching this, but can you maybe share a story that what you can share on how it's impacted um, a consumer? Yeah, so we have a variety of different patient testimonials on our YouTube site, uh, ranging anywhere from stroke to dementia to heart failure. And um, you know, we were speaking about a patient a little bit earlier. He's a veteran. He struggles with heart failure. And he's living independently on his own. And that puts him at high risk because he's living on his own. He doesn't have friends and family living nearby. And he's struggling with all of the complexities of managing the different types of medications. So this particular patient who's a vet, he served the country, is able to utilize a device that assists him and monitors his activity and any type of behaviors that are altered as in he forgets to take his medications or he skips a couple of days. The clinicians are notified and they can check up on him to make sure he's okay. And that gives him a feeling of people caring for him, even though they're not there sitting next to him day by day. So you have that type of support, and freedom and assistance. And that's what we specialize in doing at Hido. And that type of patient probably wouldn't be around here if he didn't have a device such as this. Wow, that's amazing. So help me understand. So so it's it's using leveraging this technology here. So you it sounds like you set up the machine and it gets programmed um, with the proper medications and time. But going back to that scenario of somebody misses uh, let's say blood pressure medicine for two days, and you said a clinician gets notified, can you kind of help tether how does that process all happen with this device? Yeah, so the Hydro device is really a behavior modification tool. So it, it dispenses medications, but more importantly, you have a helping hand and that's a remote helping hand. So imagine a dashboard with all the different patients and you, you're able to monitor and track their deviations or their behavioral patterns. So if somebody is taking blood pressure medications and we know that this is pivotal so they can stay out of the hospital in the ER, and let's just say the criteria was they were missing three or four days of these medications would contribute to a high-risk hospitalizations. Then what that does is it gives a case manager or somebody in population health the information so they can reach out and touch them, whether it's phone, text message, you know, video, however that they want to touch the patient, it enables them to do something about it versus the current state, which is the unknown. Because right now, providers really don't have a great understanding of what patients are doing at home. A lot of this is based upon that one-on-one -on -one communication that occurs, but that's after the fact. And that's if somebody can remember what they did over the last 90 days. You know, let's speak to your grandma or, you know, or your a family member. Do they know what they ate for breakfast two weeks ago? More or less, if they missed their medications three weeks ago or how many times. So it just really gives a good tracking and accountability and transparency to folks that never had it before. Well, two things that come to mind now. Let me ask you. So I love that outreach because that proactive approach. So often we are reactive in healthcare. So I love that proactive approach. But let's say that it is a loved one who has memory care, maybe phoning or texting, or if you're my mom and texting is still kind of a struggle. But um, can the outreach be done to a caregiver? Uh, if they say, hey, we've noticed your mom's not taking her medication. Does can that occur as well? So the 
biggest behavior modification and largest impact that we've had is simply by notifying their loved one or their caregiver. So let's just say mom missed her medications over the last several days. Now you're messaged on your phone or via email that maybe somebody should check in on mom. So instead of you calling in every single day, asking your mother how she's doing, if everything's going well, you can just know that. And that's really impactful for you know the 30 million plus caregivers across the country, because let's just say you're not in the same city or not in the same state or have to drive hours each way just to help support you know, the folks that want to live independently. This is a methodology in a way to actually monitor them without being intrusive. And only when they need your help, then you can provide it versus always trying to ask them and, and almost seeing like you're bothering them versus just supporting them. Yeah, that's a good point because back to, again, I was often refer to my mom, but wanting to stay independent. But yeah, you're right. Not getting a call every day. Did you take your medication? But again, back to that proactive approach, that, that, that is amazing. What I really appreciate about it too is just um, staying on top of your health, I think is peace of mind. And who also wants to end up in a hospital and incur all those, uh, that debt that comes with a hospital stay, especially if it can be managed with a device such as this, it sounds like it's a, a great win. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing when you actually look at it because most patients that have access to medications, if they're taken as intended, you can actually go through a thing called de-prescribing or de-escalation. So let's just say your mom was on 10 medications, but because she's not taking the medications according to how they're prescribed, that's why she's on 10 medications. Whereas if she was taking them as intended, maybe she'd be on four medications because she's taking them at a different threshold. And that result is what starts to you know, basically change your lab work. And when you get your lab work changed, you have your, your the blood serum concentrations change and you can help potentially either stabilize your chronic disease or put it in some type of state of regression. So let me give you an example. Heart failure. There's this, there's a particular medications that if you take them on a regular regimen, you have a thing called heart remodeling. And heart remodeling basically means you can improve the function of your heart by taking the medications, but you got to take the medications. So there's medications are absolutely fantastic if they're taken according to how they're prescribed. And that's why we're so excited about helping aid people care of themselves. You know what I'll add to that too? I talk about this often, and that is partnership and care. And, and you talked about sometimes a provider doesn't know, you know, they prescribe medication and they give that overview. But once the patient leaves the office, then it's really up to them to make sure that they take those medications. But what I like about this is it really supports that partnership and care, right? That that, you know, making sure that provide, you know, the device helps that patient make sure they're taking their med medications with consistency and there's that communication factor as well. So that I think really helps, especially with providers who are so busy um, with the care in our fragmented healthcare system, but um, it, it's just another way to make sure that their patients are getting the care that they need and, and again, staying healthy. So I think this is absolutely um, amazing what you guys are doing. So I really, I really appreciate that. Um, can you kind of talk more to where Hido Health is at today and where kind of bridging, you know, where if consumers are like, oh my gosh, this sounds so great. You know, I, I've got, got to have one of these devices. How does that all work? Yeah. So first things first, 
if you're interested in having some type of assistance with a robotic device at home to help you manage your medications, go talk to your health plan and your provider because there's a variety of different technologies in the market that can help enable and assist you. This particular device, the Hido device, is used primarily for remote monitoring. So for the folks that do struggle and they're challenged managing their complex medication regimens, um, the way I see it right now is you really have um, a DIY system. So I'm holding up a typical Monday through Sunday pill organizer, and that works for some people. But if you're not a DIYer and it's a little bit more automated, and let's just say you might have a smartphone, which many people have a smartphone. There's a reason why you have a smartphone versus a flip phone, right? You know, technology has evolved, but in the healthcare landscape, especially at home, it hasn't evolved. Where we're at right now, the majority of folks are using DIY products and we can go light years ahead with this Hydo device. And that's what's so exciting. So we've done research at Stanford. We've done research at Rush University with dementia patients, and we've actually validated uh, with heart failure patients, an 80% reduction in hospitalizations and a 67% decreased cost of care. And that is absolutely monumental. And that can shift and potentially alter the future of care by implementing these devices. And that is very exciting. So, so if I'm a consumer, I'm, I'm just going to take it down to basics here, Charles. So humor me on this one. I'm a consumer and, you know, calling my health insurance company, it's usually when I have a billing issue or a prior auth issue. But when you say reaching out, is that just to make sure that they, they, they are aware of this device and can add it to coverage or take me through the basics on that? And also who's the right person to talk to? So the, um, you know, if you're a patient, speak to your, physician or your nurse about your needs at home. You know, if you feel like you're struggling taking your medications or you don't understand why you're taking particular medications or the frequency, um, or you just, you know, need a helping hand, I think it's a good idea to have that discussion with your provider and they can provide the assistance. So I would speak directly with who's providing care, then who your health plan administrator or who you're, you're speaking with about your health plan reach out to them also, because you want to make sure that it's covered on your health plan. And mm-hmm. those are the folks that will be able to cover the cost of this device, because we don't charge patients anything for this device. It's zero cost to patients. Your health plan covers it. Okay. So so just to, again, I keep it down to the basics. So thank you for that. So so again, it's not something I can go and purchase. It's something that would would I would have to speak with my plan to make sure that it's covered by my insurance company. That's correct. That's correct. Okay. Okay. So awesome on that. That's that's very helpful. Um, so so I want to just any kind of where where do you see Hydo Health going kind of in the in the future? And I know we talked about all the great things it does and the issues today, but kind of going future for just just with all the landscape of technology and AI in general. And you talked about it changing the landscape of healthcare. And where do you see that going? So um, Hydo device is really focused on AI assisted robotics. So our goal and our mission is to create a blueprint for health. So some of your audience may be familiar with precision medicine. Precision medicine is basically what medications work best for me based upon my race, gender, you know, disease state, location, income. There's a variety of different factors in order to determine what your type of outcome could be with a particular type of cocktail medication. What we do is 
we have unique data sets that track a lot of this information and then correlate that. You know, if you start thinking about the future, your blood work, hospitalizations, ER visits, we have a closed ecosystem. So we know predictively what could happen based upon the combinations of medications. And that's very exciting for patients and consumers because now they'll get the best medications to get the best outcomes versus currently a lot of doctors treat with empiric therapy. And that's predicated on their medical training and their clinical experience. So a patient comes to them, presents conditions, and then they make a judgment call. That is the current state instead of relying on data science and actual outcomes from the real world. And that's the that's what Heidel can unfold for potentially millions of people, not just the United States, but around the world. And that's what's so exciting for from the AI standpoint. Interesting. Oh, I love that. Hey, I want to go back on the the calling and talking to my provider for just a moment. Let's say, just to take another scenario, because I'm so excited to support, and I know listeners will be as well, say, gosh, this is great. Let's just go back and say that they talk to their providers you recommended, and then you go to your insurance company, and let's say they go to Cigna, making it up as I go, but I go to Cigna, I'm covered by Cigna, and they don't cover it. Is there anything as a consumer that I can do saying, gosh, I really... You know, this is going to be a great product, but but my insurance company doesn't cover it. Any recommendations on that end? So um, primarily, it's it's contracted through your insurance. If you're a veteran, there's veteran benefits that will cover the cost. Okay. Um, but if you're if you're not a veteran, you know you always have the option to um, pay out of pocket. So you can reach out to us at idohealth.com and we can discuss, you know, if it's a good fit. We are in limited geographic areas. So we are specialized and focused in California for now. We do have research studies across the country. So maybe if you're you're in a geographic region or a destination, um, that might be something that would be potentially available to you. Yeah. You know, one thing I would add, I used to work for a large insurance company. And one of the things I appreciated too, uh, being a proactive consumer, I say it all day long. I mean, you got to stay savvy and, and stay proactive in your own health. But I remember when I was, um, I think you and I talked about pre, uh, pre-recording, pre we talked about Dispatch Health, but I remember they were brand new and, and that is mobile urgent care. But they reached out to the insurance company I worked for and and you know certainly let us know. But but consumers also reached out to us. And whether they call the customer service line and say, hey, listen, you guys are contracted with this. I this is a suit we'd love to have coverage on it. And I, I would encourage consumers to to do that as well to help promote and support Iowa Health because you know it's a big bureaucratic insurance company and sometimes they don't know what they don't know. And sometimes it's just being that voice and getting to the right person that can. Um, get to the right channels. I know that's what we did with Dispatch Health and and hopefully uh, we can help elevate Hydro Health as well. And never underestimate the power of the consumer. Yeah. You, know, you, you have, there's millions and millions and millions of people that can benefit from this type of technology. So if you share your story and you let people know about what's going on at home and how you're struggling or how you believe that you could benefit from this, your voice matters. So please, please, please talk to your provider, talk to your health plan. The more folks that we have doing this, the faster we can get this in your hands. Yeah, I agree. That that's so so true. So be be the voice. <laughs> so as we kind of were, we I do want to add. You've provided some great resources and um, um some stories and stuff that we'll make sure and link to and. 
And they're just, I would actually subscribe in the newsletter and just stay informed on this because great things are coming for sure. But as we kind of moved to wrap on this, I was I always like to leave some closing thoughts to 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 the guest and and on on Hydro Health or future or anything that consumers can uh, benefit from. Yeah, I mean, I, I believe in the power of people and the power of hope, and never underestimate your ability to impact and alter the future. Every one of us has a voice, and if you understand that maybe you need a helping hand and you don't want somebody coming into your house every single day and by having assistive robotics can help you and also pay it forward by helping other people that also have similar disease states, please lean in, step up, let your voice be heard. Together, we can change the future. So I call upon all of your viewers, all of the folks that are listening to your podcast to ask your providers, ask your health plan, how you can get this device if you need it. So we together can alter the future of care. I couldn't have said it better. I, I'll, I'll, you know, I really want to thank you and your team for all that you're doing on this and the passion. Because I will tell you, I say it all the time, healthcare reform, given our current state of, of affairs of government and all the above, not to get into political discussion, but healthcare reform isn't on the horizon. Horizon. We are dependent on technology, on companies and people like you that are creating these great, great um, resources and, and innovative technology to change how healthcare is receive the portability and efficiency of it. So I just want to thank you for that. Yeah, thank you so much, Sandy, for having me. I really appreciate it. I look forward to, um, you know, telling you more in the near future. Oh, absolutely. So we'll have to have you on again as things kind of progress because this is great stuff. So thank you. And I appreciate your time today. What a great show with Charles Gelman. I am so grateful for individuals and companies like Hydo Health that are identifying the gaps in our healthcare system and are finding innovative ways to address those gaps and empowering consumers to take better control of their health needs. In our next episode, we have Barb Wagstaff, who has made it her mission to help individuals and families dealing with diabetes to better understand options available, how to navigate the system, and the questions to ask. Barb was fueled by a desire to share information and offer support to others living with diabetes after her son was diagnosed. You don't want to miss her story and amazing resources she will share with us. Until next time, get savvy.